Welcome to the Chronically Unwell podcast, a weekly conversation about mental health, personal growth, and navigating the nuances of life while managing chronic mental illness. I'm Samantha, a certified social worker and mental health therapist. I'm Andrea, a small business owner and mental health advocate. We are two besties trying to normalize having difficult conversations while embracing being chronically unwell. While we hope you enjoy listening to the podcast, it is not meant to be a substitute for individualized mental health care by a licensed professional. Now let's get into it. Welcome back, everybody, to this week's episode of Chronically Unwell, where we will be discussing radical acceptance. Yes, yes. Two weeks in a row. Wow. We're back and better than ever. (laughs) (laughs) We did it. Two weeks in a row. I'm so proud of us. (laughs) Yes. And I would like to say, don't feel bad if you don't know what radical acceptance means, because don't worry, Sam's here and she'll tell you what it means. (laughs) Yes. So I'm excited we're talking about radical acceptance because I have been doing a dialectical behavioral therapy training um, and that's kind of and radical acceptance is kind of a core part of that kind of therapy and so radical acceptance is the act of fully and completely accepting reality as it is without judgment or resistance even when the situation is difficult or distressing it involves acknowledging the reality of the present moment including our emotions, thoughts, and circumstances without trying to change or escape them. Wow. That was a great (laughs) definition. However, I need you to take it back a little bit. Tone it down. Speak to me. (laughs) What does that actually mean? Yeah. So, you know, a good, a good example of this would be like, Let's say we're we're in traffic, right? Mm, we we worked worst. on time. We gave ourselves plenty of time to get to work, but let's say there's a a big pile up, and now we're going to be late for work. Tragic, right? tragic. It's gonna be rough. Um, instead of flying off the handle, getting super upset, being we don't do that around <laughs> here. Getting really angry, freaking out, worrying that our boss is gonna be upset at us. We kind of just, the practice of radical acceptance would be accepting the situation for what it is, right? We left on time, right? We don't control the traffic. We didn't decide for there to be a car accident today, Mm -hmm. right? What we do control in that situation, we can shoot our boss a text message. Hey, there's a bad car accident. We're going to be a little late. And instead, we can choose to use that time to maybe listen to this podcast (laughs) catch up on a catch up on listening to an audiobook listen to some music that's going to help keep us listen to those tunes yeah we're not going to dismiss the fact that being in traffic and being late to work is is super frustrating because it is yeah sitting in stop and go traffic so frustrating doesn't it make you want to become irate yeah Yeah. same yeah (laughs) drives me nuts too like oh yeah that is super frustrating and being late to work can be really stressful um but it doesn't need to be like a day ruiner right especially when we didn't choose right for that car accident the amount of control you have in that situation is zero yeah it's pressing on your brake that's what you have when you did everything within your power to be to work on time and to avoid traffic all you can do is accept that situation for what it is and so radical acceptance is just 
accepting that situation for what it is and then controlling what you can. And in that situation, all you can control is just, hey, maybe shooting your boss a message or calling them to let them know you're going to be late and then controlling your reaction to the traffic, right? right. which is, you know, doing yeah. those things to, to calm yourself down right. so that you can, when you do get to work, not let it ruin the rest of your day. Right. Yeah. Which can be hard. That in and of itself is hard. Yeah, especially when it's a stressful situation. Right. It's hard not to let that impact the rest of your right. day. Right. Which is why we want to practice <laughs> radical acceptance. <laughs> <laughs> so how do we know if we're having, you know, difficulty with radical acceptance? So some of the things that you want to pay attention to are your thoughts, your feelings, relationship patterns. And when you're noticing some of these things, you might notice that there's some patterns of things that you haven't accepted. You might be struggling with radical acceptance. Yeah. Like, what do you mean by that? Tell me more about that. So some thought patterns that you might be experiencing are, I can't deal with this. (laughs) (laughs) This is not fair. Things shouldn't be like this. I can't believe this is happening. That's a personal favorite. (laughs) (laughs) It's not right. Things should be different. Why is this happening to me? Oh, that's the personal (laughs) favorite. (laughs) That's a go-to of mine as well. Why is this happening to me? Yeah. Like, I can't. I can't deal. Anytime anything frustrating is happening, why? 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 (laughs) Why me? So that's kind of a a denial of reality. Interesting. Because usually things aren't out there to get you. Sometimes it just is what it is. Things just happen sometimes. Um, sometimes feelings and behaviors you might be experiencing are you blame yourself for everything bad that's happened in your life. Been there, done that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You feel stuck and don't think that you can change anything for the better. Um, you wish that things were different, but you feel powerless. Also been there, done that. (laughs) It's hard. It's hard not to feel powerless when, when things happen in your life that are difficult. It sometimes you get this mentality that you're you're stuck and that everything's out of your control and sometimes it's difficult I mean, to ma- get out of majority of, of things are out of your control true like but yeah that's all <laughs> <laughs> so, but usually there are things within our control and it's recognizing what those are so that you don't feel powerless but when you're in the the thick of it it's hard not to it's hard to recognize those things and that's why we feel powerless um if you're often angry with the world, oh, oh, that's yeah. a oh, that's a big sign that mm-hmm. there's things that you haven't accepted, <laughs> that there's some reality that we oh. haven't accepted. Um, you resort to maladaptive coping mechanisms. This could be things like alcohol, drugs. You guys need to revisit you with your dare officers, okay? <laughs> we need to get the dare officers in here, okay? Jk, Jk. A big one that I like to to point out to people as maladaptive coping skills is when we start to let go of our routines, mm. when we're no longer, you know, engaging in our, our daily activities, when we're not getting up when we should, when we're no longer showering, when we stop brushing our teeth, Interesting. when we stop like doing the things that we enjoy. If you're someone who is creative, <laughs> when, when we stop doing our creative outlet. Oh, been there. Yeah. Sure have. If we like to journal and we stop journaling, if we like to go for walks and we stop going on walks, when we stop doing those things, that's a sign that we're, we're stepping, we're stepping back and we're doing things that aren't, aren't great for ourselves. Right. Yeah, interesting. Cause usually we're engaging in like sleeping more which you know sometimes we need to do those things but when we're totally replacing things that make us healthy for just sleep and then then we're not doing great 
Um, some relationship patterns that are, are signs that we've not fully accepted reality. Uh, you're, you are constantly nagging your spouse, hoping that they will change. We don't get to control that. Right. And as frustrating as that is, it just is that. Yeah. It is just that. Yeah. We don't get to control or change or that's somebody else's responsibility to do those things. That is. That is. Another one, you are often disappointed by the choices that others make. Also, get off your high horse. <laughs> no, you can, you can <clears throat> feel disappointed by the choices that others make. But they don't affect you. Sometimes they do. If they're if it's not in a direct effect you, of you. You have BPD, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> you are literally diagnosed from the choices of others. <laughs> what do you mean the choices of others don't affect you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Pause. Rewind. <laughs> you... <laughs> We're going to sit with that. <laughs> Are you telling me that I'm wrong? <laughs> she came down in a bubble, bro. She came down in a bubble of BPD, bro. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, wait. Don't, I just radically accepted that. Thank you. She came down in a bubble of trauma, bro. <laughs> you tell me the choices of others. She came down in a bubble of neglect <laughs> and abuse. that was just straight money that was um you feel resentful of things that have happened in the past i think that that is a hard one that like many many people in partnerships or relationships experience i think that that can be hard to accept the things that have happened yeah, I think it's hard not to to go there. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, our brain likes to go yeah. go back to those right. those places, and especially when we're hurt or upset right. in the present, to go back and be like, remember that time. Remember that time that you really did this thing, because it's that self preservation tactic. Because you don't ever want to feel that again, yeah. right? And so you want to preserve your space and your energy and your mental, and yeah, to go back mm-hmm. to the spot, yeah. And then the last one here is you tend to hold grudges. Guess what? What? I am I am a grade A at that one. I'm good at that. That's one thing I'm great at. I am also a grudge holder. <laughs> yeah, Sam and I, we can never not be friends. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm less of a grudge holder than you are. I, yeah. But I, I still am grade A. This is on the list of things that I want to work on someday. <laughs> It's fine for now. It's fine for now. We've got plenty of other things. We've yeah, it's it's on the list. It's it's something I acknowledge that yeah. I, I struggle with, but it's not a priority <laughs> that I'm working on at the moment. Yeah, I, I feel fine in my grudge holding. <laughs> but it, it definitely is a sign that I have some radical acceptance to work right. on because there's... Because you hold energy for certain things. Yeah, I'm holding energy for certain things that deny the reality of situations. Right. But radical acceptance serves as an effective tool to help individuals stop fighting reality and move towards finding healthier ways to manage their emotions and cope with challenging situations. It does not mean that we're condoning or approving of negative events, but rather it emphasizes acknowledging their existence and recognizing that some things are beyond our control. So I think that is really 
important that we're not denying that hard things happen radical acceptance does not mean that we're like wow this really awful thing that's great Mm -hmm. it's fine nbd no big deal yeah no worries don't worry about it it's great it's cool everything's fine vibing over here yeah we're not saying that we're we're saying like yeah that thing sucks horrible awful but there's only so much we have control over and that's the radical acceptance piece i like i'd like to share a little something Uh with that um you know i've i've personally experienced one of the worst things a person can go through yeah the death of a child and with the death of a child comes really intense and really powerful emotions and on my journey of grief i've adopted the concept of radical acceptance and through this journey i've come to an acceptance of the fact that she will always remain dead yeah. And I have no control over changing that situation. Yeah. As shitty as that is, I have no power over that. That yeah. is something that has happened to me. And with that, I also understand that I will have a lifetime of grief. I will experience a lifetime of grief and holding that, you know, yeah. while, while it is like the worst, I can't change it. And I hate that fact. Yeah. I hate that fact because I would change it if I could. Yeah. I guess I just realized how little power I do have in my life, you know, because I would, I would do anything. Yeah. And that's why radical acceptance can be empowering, right? Because it can kind of help you reduce that emotional suffering because I know that like you you do really struggle and you do experience some really intense emotions surrounding yeah this Mm -hmm. um but I know like I've I've kind of watched your journey from from the beginning and seeing how like far you've come in this experience like while you still have some like incredibly like debilitating days yeah like watching the way that you talk about her now (laughs) versus like then like yeah like the radical acceptance piece of it is like you acknowledge like there's nothing that I can do there's nothing I can do there's nothing I could have done yeah it just happened it just happened Mm -hmm. but I'm still gonna feel the way that I feel and I'm still gonna remember her the way that I want to remember her because I have that power Mm -hmm. to do that I have the power to keep her memory alive yeah i'm sorry guys (laughs) no because i do like i'm the one that's in control of that aspect of it and how we honor her and how we memorialize her memory and things like that and so like while it it is so shitty (laughs) it is the shittiest thing ever and i wish that it was different but it's not so here we are doing this podcast while I cry <laughs> at you. You know, we're here. But like I get to talk to her and my experience to you guys, right? Like I get to share something so intimate and personal to me. And like I because I love her, right? And I want yeah. everybody to like know how much I love her and I want her to be a part of everybody's life. You know, like I want her. I want people to like think of her, too. You know, like that's part of like. Not that you guys have to. You guys don't have to put any brain power to that. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I also 
why nothing will ever change even like I we can't talk her back into existence yeah you know but I get to like honor her in this way yeah you know that's part of my journey you know yeah well in in the beginning right like it was like you were like non-functioning right <laughs> like that's the best way to, to like put it like there was like you were like non-functioning but now like you've got clementina boutique and yeah. like you do all of these things to like honor her and remember her and i think that comes yeah. with like you see that level of distress right like go down and you use that that emotion because it is like in powerful. other ways to function right yeah because like, shout out to mallory she really <laughs> helped me with this um I remember her talking about this concept of radical acceptance and I wanted to punch her in her mouth. <laughs> I remember it's a tough one. I remember when we, it was therapy, it was raining outside or snowing. It was dark and I saw red. Yeah. When she like brought this up, I was like, I was a going to come unglued on her and obviously not. Cause like I'm, I'm so forever grateful for that session. And I still think about it all the time because it was like <laughs> she because she kind of just called me on my bullshit. And I love that about yes. her. I love that. <laughs> That's about my her. favorite thing to do. <laughs> like at that when you when you have a therapist that calls you on your bullshit, you know, you've got a good one. You know, you've got a good one. And she she was like, well, what are you going to do about it then? What yeah. can you do about it? What it what you can't bring her back. And I was like, <sighs> Like, cause I want to so desperately. Yeah. Right. And I was at this point, I was at this point where like, I couldn't live life like experiencing anything. I felt guilty experiencing anything other than being in the depths of my grief. If I was not surrounded by Kalena and everything I felt like the worst. Yeah. Like I, I seriously, when I say I couldn't function guys, like I am, that is not an exaggeration. Yeah. Like, and then it was at that point where like Mallory knew that I couldn't function in the longevity with that. So it was, well, what are you, what can you do then? And it, it was like painful that this is, this was very painful and it still is hard, right? Yeah. Like this isn't just like, <laughs> I'm going to radically accept all of these things. You know, while we did talk about the the traffic and you being late to work and like that does suck, you know, it's still hard. And then talk about dead child. <laughs> That's real hard. Yeah. I mean, radical acceptance can be applied across the board from our everyday things to the, some of the most challenging yeah. life experiences. It can be applied yeah. all the way across the board. And should be. It should be. It yeah. should be. But it is a difficult concept. It is. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you something? Of course. What is the difference between acceptance and radical acceptance? Oh, good. Good question. Because there is a difference. Um, I don't think many people know. But regular acceptance means acknowledging and coming to terms with a situation or an emotion without trying to change it. Whereas radical acceptance kind of goes a step further And it's about fully embracing the reality without any judgment or resistance. So while acceptance is about fully understanding and tolerating, radical acceptance is about wholeheartedly embracing and making peace with what is. That's heavy. Yeah. There's a little bit of a difference there. That's heavy. Yeah. That's a, you know, when you hear it like that, 
you kind of, there is a different level, you know, yeah. there is a difference in that. Yeah. So acceptance is like kind of just tolerating situations as they yeah. come. Radical acceptance is like, okay, this, this, this is, is what it is. This is my reality. Yeah. I'm, I'm accepting. Whereas accepting is tolerating. You're like, all right. <laughs> all right. I'm going to, I'm going to embrace this. Radical acceptance is embracing acceptance is tolerating and without that judgment aspect too yeah it's like because a lot of times we do lack that control things do happen to us and we have to be we are in charge of our reactions and how we move forward yeah and it's really important to practice this because radical acceptance plays a significant role in our overall well-being When we practice radical acceptance, we are going to free ourselves from, you know, fighting against reality. Even though it's so hard. It's so hard. It's so hard um, to to (laughs) resist difficult emotions and situations. We want to lean into those sometimes. Um, But practicing radical acceptance is going to help us to kind of avoid those, especially when we want to lean in. It Um, kind of stops the cycle of unwellness. Yeah. Kind of, you know, like. you distance yourself from certain relationships or you you know don't react a certain way to heightened things you know it protects your peace yeah it does protect your peace yeah when we're practicing radical acceptance we're going to reduce our emotional distress so we're not going to be going from zero to a hundred in an (laughs) instant which (sighs) can't say can't say that i experienced that one yet but maybe (laughs) we're not going to be perfect but we're going to do it less often which can be great because that zero to a hundred switch is really exhausting really draining yeah especially when you're not prepared me right now me right now We're going to have increased resilience, so we're going to let we're going to be able to let things roll off us. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I felt that. Yep, that's <laughs> relatable. We're going to have ov- overall more improved mental health. <laughs> we're going to be able to embrace that neutrality <laughs> with radical acceptance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? It is what it is. It do be it. it this do is be our it. reality. Um, we're going to be able to enhance our mindfulness, right? We're going to be spending more time in the present moment, which is great for my girlies with the shared anxiety. Oh, shout out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're living 30 years in the future, we're going to roll, roll it, it back. back. Rewind, <laughs> rewind. I am always not in the present moment. Yeah. So radical acceptance. We're bringing it back. We're coming back to the present moment. Um, radical acceptance. We're going to have healthier coping skills, right? We got to, we, we're going to be listening to those audible books. We're going to be listening to the podcast. We're going to be engaging in things that are going to help us calm down, embrace reality, living in the present moment. We're going to be having better relationships. I can 1000% my relationships have definitely improved with this, like this concept. Like I know 1000% that I can maintain healthier relationships while I can accept my, my existence, you know? Well, because when you're living in reality, when you're (laughs) accepting reality, it's easier to have better relationships because you're no longer not, none of us are perfect, but you're no longer like assuming intentions as often. You're no longer assuming people have ulterior motives all of the time. So it's easier to have better connections. And also your expectations of others are different too. Because I I know that like when I was in the thick of all of that, like my expectations of people 
were, I don't know, they, they were just different yeah. than they are now. And I just, I think that radical acceptance has severely impacted my life in a really positive way. Yeah. When we're really asking ourselves, yeah. what can I control? Right. We're taking less burden off of well, other and people. And it also kind of takes the blame away from myself too. Like I know for a long time, I, I blamed myself for the, the death of Kalena. Yeah. Like I know that I spent a lot of time placing that blame on myself when in reality I know that that didn't happen and I can accept the fact that it wasn't me it -hmm. just it did just happen yeah and it is shitty and it is unfortunate and it makes me sad every time I think about it because I would love to be a mom I would love to be her mom here yeah you know and I would I would love my motherhood to be different than what it is right now but it's not so I have to do what I have to do to be the best mom that I can be yeah and that kind of goes into increased self-compassion too yeah oh that grace (laughs) which is so it's just all encompassing this entire thing is just so encompassing and empowering too yeah radical acceptance it's just gonna kind of impact every yeah every area of our life so let's kind of then dive in to what radical acceptance is and isn't because it can kind of be a little bit of a tricky, tricky, <laughs> tricky topic. Just so why don't you start us? Why yes. don't you start us off? So myth number one, radical acceptance means passively accepting everything and not taking action. False. Wrong. <laughs> radical acceptance is about accepting reality as it is, but it does not mean being passive or avoiding necessary actions. It's about accepting what cannot be changed while still taking proactive steps to improve the situation when possible. Boom. Yeah. Boom. We're not we're not being passive when there's actionable things that we can do. Myth number two. Radical acceptance is a form of resignation or giving up. I did kind of struggle with that. I that 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 is one that I can say that I did struggle with in the beginning. Cause it's like if I'm not doing this, then I'm just tossing it away as if it's trash. Yeah. But it, I mean, technically it is, it is false though. That is not a, <laughs> it is wrong. It is not it is wrong. <laughs> Radical not. acceptance is not about giving up on life or accepting a permanent state of suffering. Yeah. That's not what we're saying. <laughs> it's about accepting the present moment, acknowledging the reality of the situation and finding healthier ways to cope and move forward. Hi, look at me. You're Queen Andrea. I did that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe, in the, maybe in the beginning, that's yeah. what we were doing, right? Yeah, maybe for sure. We were like, it's easier to be like, ah. Yep. Yeah. Everything sucks. This yep. is the reality. You're like, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But then the next part would be taking those actual right. steps when we could. Yep. Right. Myth number three. Radical acceptance is easy and can be achieved quickly. True. And everyone's mental Everybody's illness well. is cured. Yep. Everyone is well. Yep. I no longer need a job. Nope. <laughs> nope. We're, that's actually inherently wrong. Inherently true. I wish. I wish radical acceptance was easy. That would just make everyone's life My easier. life would be better. <laughs> But actually, radical acceptance can be quite a challenging process. Just a little bit. Especially when we're dealing with deeply distressing situations and events. And it's going to take practice. It's going to take patience. It's going to take a lot, a lot of self-compassion. It's not an instant fix, but it's a skill that we're going to need to practice and develop over time and with consistent effort. It's going to take time. It's going to take work going to take practice myth number four radical acceptance is a one-time decision 
radical acceptance is an ongoing practice. It's not something you do once and forget about. It's about continually reminding yourself to accept reality as it unfolds. It would be nice if we could be like one and done. Boom. Got it. But (laughs) it's kind of an intentional decision you're going to have to make every time something comes up, which is why we continually have to practice it. Myth number five. Radical acceptance is a form of emotional suppression. (laughs) We did touch on this a little bit earlier, but we are not denying our emotions. No, because it's important that you do feel those things. Yes. It's It's important that you do feel and process those things, even though... It is what it is. I'm still going to cry about it. Yes. It is what it is. But Andrea is going to cry. Yes. We are not suppressing our emotions. Radical acceptance encourages acknowledging and validating emotions while choosing not to be overwhelmed or controlled by them. Amen. Right. We're acknowledging reality. We're acknowledging when situations suck, when they're frustrating, when they're stressful, when they make us angry, but we are choosing not to be controlled and overwhelmed by them. You know, I don't know about you guys, but I, I don't do my best thinking when I am at an emotional 10. Who you? (laughs) Who me? Who Sandor? So radical acceptance be like, yeah, this is really hard, but I... I know how to I know how to solve this problem. So I'm going to solve it right now yeah. in this state and not let myself fly right. off the handle right. and make myself incapable of fixing this or problem. Or creating future problems. Yeah, or making it worse. Yeah. <laughs> Myth number 6, radical acceptance is only for extreme situations or traumatic events. Not true. While you can have radical acceptance in those moments, it can happen in your day-to-day life too. Yeah. Radical acceptance can be applied across the board. You know, it's great for extremely stressful situations and it's great for your everyday challenges, everyday emotions. It can be applied for the small stuff. It can be applied to the heavy stuff. Radical acceptance is a great tool. Love it. And last but not least, radical acceptance means you're weak or passive. Not true. That's false. 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 Don't listen to those demons. Wrong. I think this is one of the biggest misconceptions, though, with radical acceptance, because I think a lot of people view radical acceptance as just conceding, conceding as just being as just letting life walk all over you. Mm -hmm. Um, But embracing radical acceptance requires a lot of strength and a lot of courage, you know, like with what you shared with Kalena. Um, it's about facing reality head on and dealing with life's challenges from a place of resilience and self-empowerment. You know, sometimes radical acceptance is choosing not to respond. And I think that's why people view it as a weakness or passive. Right. When it's, it's not sometimes choosing not to respond is the hardest thing that you can do. Yeah. Cause it's. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it is hard. Like, I don't even know that I have anything other anything other to say than, yeah, that is one of the hardest things. I know that, like, a lot of people, when they, like, struggle with family and they're, like, you know, just want to go all in. Right. Just want to <laughs> go all in. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, in a past life, the person I used to be before Kalena passed, I was a very reactive person. I also was living with an undiagnosed mental illness, but I loved a clapback. Yeah. I loved a clapback. And me now, me, Andrea now, realizes that 
that was creating a lot of unwellness in my space. My, my interactions with certain members of my family, though they're, they're never going to change. They're going to be who they are. And I, as much as I communicate or ask for my needs to be met or certain things, I know that they won't be. Yeah. And Andrea now, uh, has accepted the fact I've radically accepted that they will be who they are and I'm going to be who I am. And there's no need for me to go through the emotional distress and turmoil of responding when it just won't change. It just is what it is. And I have to protect my peace. And so I, I will not engage in certain things or reactions because it's just not good for me. Yeah. And some people view that as a sign of weakness. That when I'm conceding to that. Yeah. I'm not. I am powerful in that. <laughs> Honestly. And it probably takes so much more strength yeah. from you to choose not to respond. girl, I can pop off so quick. <laughs> Honestly, I sit with you in some of those moments. And I'm like, between the both of us, I can just feel it in the, the whole room. cloud. The, the, the strength it takes between the both of us to not respond in those situations. It's hard. Is insane. It's so because it would take us the two seconds to respond. Oh, and then just like doom and gloom. <laughs> but it's so much self-control too. Yeah. But we, you and I both have radically accepted yeah. that we can't do that because it doesn't change anything. Yeah. That it causes you and I way more emotional distress if we do respond that way. Yeah. So it's, we've just kind of washed our hands of it because like it is what it is. Like It is what it is. And we, yeah. And the fallout's like not worth it. The emotional distress right. is not worth right. it. Right. Because then I go home and I sit and stew and then it's like, you know, but like me popping off or you popping off or us popping off on these things, it doesn't change anything. Yeah. And it's hard because I do myself yes. love a good clap back. Love it. I love we, a good we clap aren't, back. We aren't fully healed girlies around here. <laughs> We're okay? still on that healing girl We're just journey. self-aware. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> but it, it is hard because I, I myself love love yeah. a good clap back but it's because i'm a fighter yeah i want to you know you're gonna say something to me like let's talk it's hard though to have that right. knowledge and then to like think through like okay what what does this serve for me right. to respond right. in this way and then to have that to sit in that discomfort of not responding right. and know that like oh, they're getting satisfaction of knowing that like i'm not responding i'm winning cause she's not responding right. but knowing that really i am at peace with not responding right? because that better aligns with the values that I hold now. Right. But it's hard. It is hard. It's hard. And I'm winning. They just don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Winner, winner, chicken dinner. (laughs) You know, but I think, I think everybody should be practicing radical acceptance in their daily lives. Yeah. Everyone should. This is a skill for everybody. It's hard. So the sooner you start practicing, the better. (laughs) Because you're going to need to practice it the rest of your <laughs> life. So now that we know what it is, what what do we do with this? How do we practice it? Right? What are what, Where would you start? You know, it's all about that self-awareness. Okay? Yeah. Everything we talk about is that self-awareness. So it's identifying what you can control. You know, every yep. day in your life, there are certain things that you have control over. There's things you don't. What is it that you do? That's always where you got to start because even in those situations where you feel like you have no control and you're you feel powerless ask yourself what can I control in this situation because there is always something whether it's how you feel whether it's you know what you do to respond controlling your breathing yeah controlling your breathing 
in every situation, there is something that you can control, whether it's just you or something around you. There is something that you can control. So finding out what that thing is and then letting go of the rest. That's the kicker. That's a hard one. That's the kicker because there's probably going to be a lot more that you have to let go of than what you can control. But that's that's hard. How do you how do you intentionally practice letting go at that point? Like, how do you become okay with that that's that's the hard part is because in the beginning you're probably not going to be okay yeah with with letting letting those things go that's why you have to find those few things that you do have control over Mm -hmm. because when you when you do have that sense of control of like okay i cannot control 98 percent of the situation Mm -hmm. but i know that i can control the level of emotion that i'm experiencing right now so i am going to go take care of myself and then i'm going to figure out the rest so i'm going to go take care of myself and i'm gonna let the rest of this go right now usually you can think more clearly yeah usually you're going to have a you're going to bring yourself down from that emotional 10 so then you have that clarity yeah Right. And so that's how you can be a little more intentional. You've got a little more, a little more brain function to like like do the thing, yeah. to do the thing, to have more options available to you. Maybe there's not going to be more options available to you when you're thinking. But you're going to radically accept that. But you're going to have the clarity (laughs) to more, (laughs) to be able to better radically accept it. I love that. That's perfect. Right. Maybe you're going to, maybe you're going to realize your need to control the situation is going to go down. Yeah. Because you, in fact, don't have the control. And when you let that go, your need to control, then I think there's that acceptance of, okay, I can't control that. It is what it is. It is what it is. Um, Another way to practice radical acceptance is to observe your resistance. Pay attention to those moments when you find yourself resisting reality or struggling against what you cannot change. You know, by simply noticing these moments, you know, that's your first step towards cultivating more of a practice of radical acceptance. You've got to notice when you're struggling against reality. That's self-awareness. Yeah. Intentional living and picking up on those cues that you're giving yourself. Yeah. And it's those cues we talked about at the beginning that I can't deal with this. You know, life's not fair. Why is this happening to me? Those are those are those re- those resisting thoughts why is that happening (laughs) the whys you know observe those resisting those resisting thoughts those patterns yeah um mindfulness meditation we love a good meditation practice Mm, do we i I struggle oh do you yeah mm -hmm. i don't like being alone with my brain like that i love um oh mindfulness meditation um, go on YouTube. Okay, okay, cool. Um, I love a good guided meditation. Okay. Because then you're less alone with your thoughts. Mm. Um, they're called body scans. Okay. And you kind of go through your entire body. Oh. And you're, <laughs> you're noticing, like, sensations throughout your entire Interesting. Body. Okay, I'll it, have to check that out. You're not supposed to fall asleep. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I fall asleep. <laughs> Again, we're not perfect. <laughs> I'm working on it. But... <laughs> Um, mindfulness practices like meditation, they can kind of help you become more aware of your thoughts, your emotions without judgment. Um, that's why I like the body scans because it just kind of helps you work on focusing your mind. Yeah. Um, without that judgment, right? Regular mindfulness meditation can help you enhance your ability 
to embrace the present moment and practice radical acceptance. Love that. Meditation is a hard practice though. Mm-hmm. So that's why I recommend guided meditations to Love start that. you off if you've never done it before. Mm. Good. Um, another good practice is reframing negative thoughts. This is my favorite thing to do with people because everybody hates it. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's the therapist that will call you on your bullshit. <laughs> I will because I it's, it. you, you just, you have to, you know, you're coming to therapy because you need an outside perspective. You need somebody else to, to help you see what you're not seeing. Um, and reframing negative thoughts that's that's what you need help with right because you think the way that you think right so yeah reframe your negative thoughts right you're always thinking a certain way try thinking another way talk to somebody else about it talk to family talk to friends challenge those negative thoughts that arise when you encounter distressing situations every time you face something hard if you're always like this is so difficult why am i always dealing with this why don't you try another thought (laughs) i'm the worst at that one (laughs) i do struggle with that because it's like when it rains it pours and it do be monsoon season in my life it's difficult it's hard not to Mm -hmm. it's hard not to go there but if we try to reframe them with more accepting or even just more neutral thoughts of just like this is difficult but it is what it is i'm gonna do it like i always do i'm gonna get through it and then i've got something more exciting or i'm gonna go take a nice nap today (laughs) like (laughs) can't i can't wait for my nap today (laughs) we're gonna you know we're just gonna cultivate this better mindset that's gonna make us more resilient so i love i love love that love reframing thoughts love the way we talk to ourselves listen to our last episode about (laughs) (laughs) self-talk Um, another favorite of mine, celebrating progress, recognizing and celebrating your progress, no matter how small, so important. Nobody does it. I don't, (laughs) but it is so important. Cultivating radical acceptance is a continuous process and acknowledging your efforts will motivate you to keep going. People don't do it because they think it's embarrassing or they don't think that what they've done is like deserving I feel like I struggle with that because I feel like, okay, great. You survived the day. Congratulations. Like, I don't need an award for that. (laughs) Okay. Yes. I don't know. Like, sometimes I'm like, okay, like, you did it. Great. I don't know. I I feel like I struggle with that because I'm like, yeah, I did it. Like, yippee. It it wasn't a fun time, but I did it. I don't know. I struggle with it. Sometimes you just need to pat yourself on the back and be like, yeah. I made it through today and I did the thing. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. I'm not saying that you're wrong here. I'm saying that I struggle with it because maybe, maybe my self-talk isn't the the (laughs) nicest or like my, like, will, like, I guess I don't maybe feel deserving of the celebration because I'm like, okay, you're going to do it again tomorrow or I don't know. Maybe I feel undeserving of it. Maybe I need to work on that. Yeah. (laughs) You know, celebrating your progress, treat yourself like, you deserve to be celebrated no matter how small the accomplishment, especially if it's something that you haven't like regularly been doing or if it's yeah. something that you personally feel like has been difficult for you for a while. Even if you're like, oh, everybody's been doing this. Like, okay. I just called my doctor and I made an appointment. Let's go get chicken nuggets. <laughs> I'm, yes. I'm treating myself. <laughs> yes. But what I do, like so I, do <laughs> no. I do that. I do that. 
that's like difficult for people. I'm, I think it's easier for me to celebrate other people's su- small successes because yeah. it's easier for me to recognize that in them than it is in myself. Yeah. Like I'll have conversations with you and you're like, oh my gosh, look at all this stuff. And I'm like, shut up. It's like not even yeah. that big of a deal. And you're like, mm, no, but like it is. Yeah. And I'm like, mm. but then I look at you and your accomplishments or I look at my friends and I'm like, oh my gosh, look at all these great and wonderful things you're doing. Like when they're hard on themselves or I'm like, let's pop a bottle of champagne, babe. <laughs> like, let's go. Like we're doing the things, you know? And I, I think, I think it's hard for people to kind of give themselves the um um, what's the word I'm looking for not gratification but the it's hard to congratulate yourself it's hard to give yourself that pat on the back and I can see that because like I do the same thing with myself I'm like I'm not doing nothing you're like Like, yeah I've I've done nothing in my life ever but like but we need to we need to be better this is us signing contract with all of you listeners right now that we're working on that because we do deserve that yes we deserve that you deserve to reward yourself for doing the small things that are that are hard yeah right or even like the not small things that are hard yeah like doing all of the things yeah you know keep keep celebrating your progress even if you're like everybody else is already doing this i don't need to celebrate it if you if that was difficult for you congratulations congratulations And you know what? If you can't do it alone, there's nothing wrong with seeking out support. Ask for help. I know that's like probably one one of the hardest things (laughs) that people do is asking for help. But because it's so humbling and vulnerable. It is so vulnerable (laughs) to reach out and be like, hey, I actually need some help. But if you've got good friends, if you've got family if you need a therapist, like reach out for that yeah. help because once you've got that help, like it, it gets easier. Yeah. Usually asking for that help is the hardest, the hardest part of the part. hardest part of the yeah. process. Then you can put in the work. Yeah. But having support and understanding can be incredibly beneficial, especially when you're on like this radical acceptance healing yeah. journey you know, having that support, having someone to, you know, celebrate your progress with you, having somebody to help you reframe those negative thoughts, yeah. <laughs> having someone there to point out your, your progress to you. That can be, that can be really helpful, especially when it's difficult for you to see it in yourself. Well, as always, thank you everybody for joining us today and giving us a listen. We hope you enjoy hearing more about radical acceptance and how to embrace reality. Mm-hmm. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. So you never, I repeat, never, never. miss an episode. Please leave us a review. Five we, stars only. <laughs> listen, we're sensitive. You got to be kind. But we do <laughs> love the feedback and we love the five stars. Yes. And be sure to give us a follow at Chronically Unwell on Instagram and Facebook for more content and behind the scenes of the podcast. And if you have a topic idea or questions you'd like to hear us discuss on the podcast, please reach out to us on social media or through our email at chronicallyunwell at gmail.com. Until next time, keep going and keep growing. Bye.